welcome back to another episode of Gospel Love, Heroic Husband Edition. I am Caitlin. I am Aramis. And I am Coach D. So today we're switching it up a little bit. Mm, we are, yes. yeah, <laughs> we are going to be talking about our Heroic Husband Challenge that we have coming up mm -hmm. and what it means to be a heroic husband. Yeah, yeah, we are we are in challenge mode um, where we're challenging husbands this January 26th, 27th, 28th. It's a three-day challenge where we're going to be challenging husbands to um, muster the courage to love as he loved. I remember last night we was on a clubhouse call, and I pretty much just shared my testimony and how I came to this place to where I, I you know, we love the way we love. And, and the guy asked a very interesting question. He said, he said, man, he said, how did you get the courage? Because, you know, I, I told him how I was in the professional football background. Mm -hmm. and, you know, when you're the professional athlete, the macho, all that, that go with it, right? <laughs> but then I, in, I, I ended up becoming this, this lover and this, this mushy, affectionate, you know, person. And it's like, how, how, did, you, how did you walk in the courage? Where did you get the courage to, you know, based off what I'd share with him, how I'd become towards Leslie? And I said, it's very interesting you say that because part of our heroic husband's challenge is the courage to love as he loved. Right. It takes courage to love from a masculine perspective, the way God intended for us to love. Mm -hmm. Right. If you really want to study and know how God intended for the masculine masculinity of a man, the masculine side of man love, um, you have to look at Jesus. Right. The Bible talks about a bruised reed he shall not break and a smoking flax he shall not quench. That spoke that speaks to the tender, affectionate a loving, caring, mushy side of Jesus, mm. right? It speaks to that side of the masculinity of love. It's okay to be male and man and manly and masculine and love and, and be mushy and be, you know, all, all soft and tender and, and, and sensitive, mm. right? And sensitive to, uh, to your spouse. It's okay. And, and when he brought that out, I said, man, that's, that's exactly what we get into when it comes to our hero husband's challenge. Like the courage to love, how 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 Jesus loved. It takes courage, right? It takes courage to walk in a room full of men and 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 greet your wife and hold your wife's hand and have her sitting under you. It takes like like man, why are you all like man? You know, see where we are. We're all in. Like, no, it takes courage, <laughs> right? Right. So so that's you know that's something that we we challenge husbands to do, and really help them to see that that's loving like a man is supposed to love, right? Right. It's OK to express how you feel. It's OK to be to be emotional. It's OK to be uh, energized and charged and passionate and affectionate when it comes to loving. And I'm not, I'm not talking about sexuality. Right. I'm talking about when, when we're sitting there watching TV, when we out at the mall, when we're driving around, like like to be able to do that, to hold her hand and, and to kiss her and to greet her, like all of those things go into the masculinity of loving. Right. Right. Like, not, that's we're, loving. We're not saying we're not saying be, be a punk. Right, David. David was a lover. David. Oh, David was goodness. not no punk. Yeah, you walk up on David wrong. You want to <laughs> walk up on the wrong way. You lose your head. <laughs> you lose your head. Yeah. Talk you know, up. I mean, Jesus was walking in the synagogue, flipping tables over. So, like it, it's it's what we're talking about is is the the, the strength to to be vulnerable, the, mm -hmm. the strength to 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 allow love to just be continuous throughout your throughout your marriage, throughout your love relationship. Listen. Peter was gangster, man. Let me say it like this. <laughs> Peter was gangster. Boy, they come up, they try to mess with Jesus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, chop dude ear off. Listen, he wasn't trying to chop his ear off. Right, he's, he's, the the <laughs> he's going for the neck. 
Dude moved out of the way, he got the ear. Right. Peter was gangster, man. <laughs> Peter was gangster. See, masculinity, and I'm talking about faith-based men. I'm talking about men that go to service, men that worship God. Yeah. Like that, like that's there's a there's a and I'm saying that to describe what most people uh characterize as being tough and, and hard. Yeah. It's gangster. Like, like, man, man, you know, you didn't you come to mess with my guy, you better watch your head. Right. You better watch your neck. Because Peter he was trying to chop the man's head off. <laughs> he wasn't going for his ear. Like, like he was like, come on. Right. Lord, tell that woman to go on about her business. We ain't got time for that. He said, no, 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 no. Little kids coming. No, no, y'all going somewhere else. No, it was like, like our, our, our portrayal of masculinity under this divorce culture and in this warped society is all screwed up. Right, it's twisted. It's, it's all twisted. messed up. We can't go by that. We got to get into that word. We got to look at the ideal man, the model man of Jesus and say, and look at the masculinity and how, how compassionate and how chivalrous he was. When he told the girl who was sick, he said, to let thy kumai damsel arise. Like that was chivalrous talk. He was speaking to her in an affectionate, loving way. Mm -hmm. Like that's how men are supposed to love. Mm -hmm. We're going to challenge them to love like that. Yeah. First we're going to demonstrate it and we're going to challenge them. Right. It's nothing like a masculine lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been smiling the whole time we've been talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you say that, and last night during the clubhouse call, um, um, Sister uh, Kim was talking about this morning. Mm -hmm. She said she could feel the energy of the women in the room and the excitement of the unmarried women. Like like one woman put up there, this this makes me and gives me the strength to wait on the right man that God has for me. Mm. Right? Because that's what happens a lot of times. We get anxious, we get impatient, mm -hmm. and we marry just who we think. Right. And we're not sure about it. But if you wait for the one God sent you, right. husbands, if you wait for the one God brings before you. Right. Because we got we are, we're under the impression that the scripture, because the scripture said he that's fine at the good wife. That means we go out searching and we start dating. No, that's carnal. Right. That's unrenewed mind. That's antichrist. Yep. That's ignorant. Right. We got to look at how did how did the first man find his wife? He found her in front of him. He found her in the in in the in the will of God for his life. The way the the way the um, word of God reads, the context is that it was after he was doing what God had called him to do. Mm -hmm. See, built into the life that God has for us is your wife, is your husband. As you go about doing the will of God, that word find literally means to emerge, to appear. It means to arrive at a point. Mm -hmm. It don't mean to go out looking for and getting on the dating service and having 10 different women you dating at one time and seeing which one you're compatible with. <laughs> That's what. Uh, yeah. That's what folk teaching. That's what yeah. they do. Get on the clubhouse. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. That's what folk, that's what folk teaching. I'm talking about faith. Right. Ain't no faith in that. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. We're challenging husbands. We're challenging husbands to love as he loves. And that takes courage. Very much and that so. takes courage. Very right. much so. You know? I, what is what is what is your what is your what what makes up your heroic husband? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Sorry, I need a second. I touched my lip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like scraped myself. Like, make sure. Yeah, make sure the lips are tight. Make sure it's tight. Yeah. Uh, what was the question again? So what it what what makes up the heroic husband to you? Like what what is the most appealing part of a heroic husband to you? From a woman's perspective. From a woman's perspective. <sighs> Someone who allows me to be all that I am in my femininity. Mm. That's a great definition. Yeah. Because the actual idea of 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 marriage and loving and husbandry and wivery and submission is to is to bring out the best 
to bring out the best in the one you love. Mm-hmm. Right. Submission is to tenderly devote yourself to serve to serve the one you're loving to life. That's the idea of submission. Right. Biblical idea is to right. tenderly devote yourself to to serving and to empowering the one you love. That's submission. Right. It may come out in a feminine way for a woman's perspective and it comes out in a masculine way for a man's perspective. But right. it's, it's still a matter of submission. It may come out masculinely for me what, uh, from a from a male's perspective is me going out and braving the the elements and facing the world to create a structure that will produce wealth for our family. Right. I'm doing this because I'm submitted to you because I'm looking to serve you to life. I'm looking to give you everything you need to be the woman God called you to be. Hey, what's up, fam? Today's Winners One podcast is brought to you by our Coffee in the Morning Club. Listen, they say right now the divorce rate is anywhere between 58 and 62 percent, depending on the community or the culture you grew up in. But they say that rate is drastically reduced if you are a couple who finds a community of like-minded couples. We have a coffee in the morning club, marriage enrichment community of couples who are driven to have a faith-based marriage. This is a marriage that's based upon the principles that God ordained for marriage to be about. If you want your marriage to be drastically reduced from running into chaos, confusion, and trouble, you need to be joining this community. It is our Coffee in the Morning Club community that will enrich you and empower you and strengthen you to win and make marriage easy. It may come, it may come in you giving me an idea of how to build this structure and how to how to make sure that the back end and the administrative side is in control. That's what Sister Leslie did for me. I submitted to her when it came to that aspect of our business because that's what she's gifted at. So Mm -hmm. that's really what it's all about. It's about submission in its different forms, whether it's feminine or masculine. Mm -hmm. Well, when you talk about a a heroic husband, one of those traits, because I'm sure that's just one of the traits, is Mm -hmm. he allows you to be all that you are called to be within the framework of your femininity. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get outside of the frame of your femininity, I got to say something to you. <laughs> I got to let you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. You ain't got to be masculine. You ain't got to be masculine to be powerful. Mm-hmm. Right. Ah, man. You don't have to be masculine as a woman to be powerful. I like, like, like if we can just, you don't have to be masculine as a woman to be powerful. Abigail, man. Oh, my goodness. Eve. Yeah, yeah. I should call her Eve. Mrs. Adam. She didn't come to Eve's afterward. But Mrs. Adam had a power to persuade Adam, listen, to choose her right. over God. That's what the Bible says. We chose the creature over the creation. You mean to tell me you got that much power as a woman that you can get me to choose you over God? And you trying to be masculine? Just get in, get all into your femininity. <laughs> get all into it. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't let society think you, trick you into thinking that femininity is weak and, and, and lacks power and is deficient and it's not enough. If you really know how to work your femininity, remember the, remember the, remember the Gacy movie we were talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, bad I had to do. He went all off with the bread, fell off his bike all over the place. <laughs> like, 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 if you can get into the, the, the power of the feminine mind, the, brain, the power of a feminine mind knows how to calculate and think and decipher. The power of a feminine voice knows how to speak power into a man, speak power out of a man. The power of a feminine touch. You talk about resurrecting life and drawing life out of a man. The power man. of a feminine touch. Get that blood pumping. 
Like, I'm talking about, oh, we get, Is that we bleeding into our wondrous wives? Though? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's our wondrous wives. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, our wondrous <laughs> wives, we're coming up in February. Right. But but you talk about the freedom. Like, that's what a heroic husband will do. Yeah. I'm not afraid of you being feminine. I'm not afraid of all that power exuding from you. I'm not afraid of it. As a, as a husband, and, and Caitlin actually just started doing this, and, and it, it, I, I, I was thinking about it, uh, I think yesterday or the day before I was thinking, I was like, man, like, it really, it really works. But anyway... So Caitlin has this thing now where um, I, I I asked Allie to do something, right? And then I went and made myself some uh, a plate of dinner or whatever, came and sat down, and I put a show on that Allie likes to watch with me. And so Allie naturally came out, and we were talking about the show and all that. And instead of, you know, coming out and, and you know, navigating in front of everybody... She came and she just kind of whispered in my ear real quick, you know, you know, they kind of sent in the wrong message when you put the show on that she's, you know, that, that, you know, she wants to watch. And, and what that, what that allowed me to do as a heroic husband is to first and foremost, correct myself in front of everybody mm-hmm. so that I'm putting myself in a position to take responsibility for something that I did wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And then secondly, to be in a position to, to, put things back in order. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. Just the, the, the subtlety or the difference that it makes as a husband mm-hmm. when I'm behaving in that way that allows her to, 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 to be, you know, mm-hmm. who she is, uh, uh, in her femininity. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so give, give, let's give them the masculine version of that. Right. So so her her stepping outside of her femininity would be why 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 you just put a show on? Would that be like an yeah, example yeah, yeah. of yeah, me yeah, coming, coming out, out yeah, right. and just saying well, right in front of everybody. You just told yeah. her to yeah. clean the, the room, but then you put her show on. Right, right, right. Why are you sending her mixed signals? Why are you doing it? Like yeah. like okay, well like whoa, 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 whoa. Right, right. Right? That's that's that that's getting outside of that femininity that comes to you in a very subtle, um, um, loving, sensitive way. And say, hey, listen, and, and, and allow you to initiate the correcting processes, right. right? And that makes the difference in everything from the from the instant atmosphere that's created to a to a greater sense of um, compassion and affection for you toward her. Right, right. Because as as a husband, I'm supposed to be in a position where when she comes to me with something. I'm listening with mm-hmm. compassion. I'm listening with the intent to understand. I'm mm-hmm. listening with the intent to to receive, right? As a husband, not all men take that position when it comes to listening to their wife, like really mm-hmm. listening to their wives. You know, it, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a position of of uh serving. Mm-hmm. You know, when 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 you have the intent to listen in that way, and I think that gets misconstrued with with this distortion of masculinity. Oh, mm-hmm. why, why you listen to your wife all the time? Why you you the man? You supposed to be, you know what I mean? But but there's wisdom in, in being able to, you know, take it down a notch, l- really listen with the intent to understand. Really put yourself in a position where where you are, uh, you're you're comforting, you're 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 confirming in, in the way that you listen, and, and that that allows that opportunity for, you know the communication to take place and, and everything that, 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 you know, good communication restores. That's because they've, we've lost as men, 
generally speaking, that we've lost sight of identifying as a lover. Right. Right. See, because because from the time we can walk and understand, we've been we've been we've been told that loving is a sign of weakness. Yeah. And from movies to music to that that masculinity, there's not there's not a sensitive side. My boy Ralph Trevor got a lot of pressure. Got a lot of pressure when he wrote the song. You need a man with sensitivity, right? Mm. A lot of pressure, like, like, like you, you, like that's, but that's, that's a part of being a lover. Mm. All of those things is we got to embrace them. And our heroic husbands challenge. We reveal to them the, the, the. We help them. We define and we reveal to them every aspect of being a lover, every aspect of that. Right. And because, because God has created us to be lovers, He's graced us to be lovers. He's gifted us to be lovers. He should have brought his love in our heart to function as a lover, right? Everything is centered around loving. And husbands, it starts with us. That's right. One of our models is it starts with us, mm-hmm. right? If you're not a husband that's not willing to accept the responsibility that this thing starts with you, then this challenge isn't for you. Right. Because it starts with us mm-hmm. as husbands. Like we are the initiators. Yep. And it's not because Damaris said it. It's not because Aramis said it. It's not because Caitlin liked it. <laughs> it's because God ordained it to be that way. That's right. That it initiates, like he's dealing with us, the initiators. She's the multiplier of what we initiate, yep. right? She's the take it to the next level. Like she's give it to her and that thing going to look like, whoa, baby, you did all that. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't know you could do all that with that. <laughs> right. But I initiate the process. Mm. Right. And so when we understand that and when we're challenged to be that, we'll become the hero of husbands God wants us to be. Mm. But if we don't give you definition, if we don't give you structure, if we don't give you a future outcome, if we don't give you a dream outcome to look at, then you're going to waddle in the divorce culture's ideals mm-hmm. of what husbandry is supposed to be. Right. right. And the movement is so powerful that it impacts your immediate family. It impacts the way a wife functions. Mm-hmm. Husband was designed to impact the way sons and daughters are raised, are, are, are formed, and are, are, are pushed or pushed out into the, the society, right? It, in, it impacts your, 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 your children's children. Husband mm-hmm. was designed to impact your children's children spiritually, socially, economically, right? It impacts, it impacts our community, right? It has, a, it has a domestic impact. It has an economic impact. It has a social impact. Husband, all this comes out of husbandry. Right. Like it's so much bigger than me as a husband being able to tell my wife and children what to do and be able to, you know, lay and sleep with my wife and do all those things. It's, it's so much bigger than that. Hey, what's up? Coach D here. Listen, I got something I need to say to you real quick. Listen, marriage is made for lovers. Now, once you understand that marriage is made for lovers and you're not listening to them folks that keep saying you need more than love to make marriage work, you have to identify as a lover. Once you identify as a lover, now you got to learn what love is. Guess what? We have something for you that can help you understand exactly what love is in its most comprehensive nature. It's so much more than just an emotion, but you got to get the book to find out exactly what God's intent was for love and how it functions. Thanks. Get the book. God bless. Right. Right. We challenge you. We challenge you to be a man commissioned to love his wife as Christ loved the church and to lead his wife and their children into experiencing the five-tiered greatness of our salvation. That's husbandry defined. A man commissioned to love his wife 
as Christ loved the church. And we break that down. We give you, we give that hands and feet and make it practical. Mm -hmm. And how to lead his wife and his children into experiencing the health, the wealth, the protection, the deliverance, and the wholeness that salvation is designed to bring into our life. That's heroic husbandry. When you when we break that down and we talk about how you should have a health care plan for your family, it ain't just about me working out and keeping me keeping myself fit and strong. What can I do to help my wife do that? What can I do to help my children do that? Right. Everything from from the the physical exercise to the nutrition to the recovery from the exercise to the recovery. Right. If all of that goes into the husband's sitting down with his wife and said, how are we going to make this happen? Babe? What's the plan for this? We initiate that. Right. That's just scratching the surface of it. Mm. But when you talk about husbandry, everything about how society was designed to function starts with husbandry. Caitlin showed me a, a, a video of this guy talking about um, if he was if he was a woman, he would not. He would not decide what to eat. He wouldn't open a door. He wouldn't. He went through this whole long line of list of things that a woman would or wouldn't do, depending on you know what was right and and what wasn't. And and then Kaylin asked me what I thought about that. And I said, well, he's right because in a sense, as husbands, with us being the initiators, we are we are the the policy creators of the household. We establish the order. We establish the the the, the flow of the house. All like you said, it all starts with us. Mm -hmm. Right? If I come in the house and I'm and I'm, you know, barking at everybody and I'm yelling orders and I'm 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 channeling now all of that anger and all of that frustration all the way throughout my household. Mm -hmm. My children are going to be frustrated. My wife is going to multiply that and give me back in the form of shaking her neck and <laughs> whatever and it is. Finger, you know what I mean? Like it's all the way to West Side. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but 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 if I come in the house and I and and I and I, I've said this to Caitlin before, you know, jokingly, but it, it's very real. If if you don't see me panicking, you don't panic, mm. and that's a very real mentality to have as a husband because. Mm what that does is that that gives you a sense of responsibility for how things are going to operate in your household. Mm. If I come in the household, I'm confident, I'm happy, I'm taking care of my business, that's going to rub off. I don't have to bark orders nah. at that point. It's in the culture. Right. It's built into the culture. Right. And that's the ideal for a husband is to establish a culture of love. You establish the culture of love, she multiplies the culture of love, children are going to be good. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's all a part of what you're going to get when you enter into our Heroic Husbands Challenge, January 26th through the 28th, three days, 6 p.m., 7 p.m. to 8.30, thir Thursday and Friday, and then 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m. on Saturdays. We're going to challenge you. We're going to reveal to you. We're going to give you um, the idea of what it means to, to, to be uh, heroic in nature. And, and it's really the idea of bravery and courage is to stand in the face of adverse times and and, and the stress and strain and to stand up to the ideals of the divorce culture and the society that's confused about everything from their gender to the roles of a husband. Like stand up and say, this is what a husband looks like. And, and I don't, I don't, I'm not afraid to say that, you know, it's okay to be everything we've talked about. That's anti the current culture, the bravery that takes to love as a husband loves. 
to be what it is God has called you to be. And so we're going to challenge them. We're going to challenge them. And then we're going to give them an opportunity to take it even further and enter into this academy to where we like you want to talk about uh, insight and, and revelation as it pertains to husbandry. That'll that'll transform the future of your marriage. Oh, yeah. Right. That's what that's what we're talking about. So um, we're excited about it. We're looking forward to it, that that we're going to have husbands. We're going to have husbands as we've had in the past take on this 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 mandate mm. this mandate to love as he loved and give himself over to God first and foremost give himself over to the will of God give himself over to being a lover give himself over to being those things and and once husbands hear that and they grasp that and they hear that and they grasp that again then then the courage um to love uh it becomes easier I just want to touch on uh, on, yeah. on the last on the last slide um, you you were you were um, touching on um economically you know what we what we discuss and what we teach um as it pertains to you know heroic husbands right and and um uh there there was a comedian uh his name is dave chappelle yeah he he said he said chivalry is dead and women killed it (laughs) (laughs) And, and the reason i bring that up is because you know nowadays there's there's this movement of um feminine independence from from men and and um you know even even in the dating process right you know you you pay half and half and all that kind of stuff right but really economically as a as as a husband even if i'm courting it's it's on me i want that responsibility it's on me i don't want her to have to come out of pocket for nothing because at the at the end of uh, uh, the 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 process of becoming one. I'm still in that role, right? Whether whether we start off that way or we end, like I'm still in I'm still in that role. Like that's that that's where that that is the pinnacle yeah. of my growth as a husband. Yeah. Is that's that's what I'm going to be operating at. So why would you go into the dating process with a mentality that we're going to go fifty fifty? No, it's supposed to be a hundred a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we talk about that dating process and our position on dating. It's all it's all messed up. We got it all. We we date for the wrong reasons. Um, we don't have the right why. We got the why. We got the how. We got the who all mixed up, right? Uh, you said something that I want to touch on before I get it because that don't take us all off track. You said um, you said um, you were talking about husbandry um, from the standpoint of of being um, playing that masculine role and then. Uh, you mentioned Dave Chappelle said, you know, women, chivalry is dead and women killed it. And I, I mean, it's comedic and it's funny. Right, 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 right. In, in one sense, it's, I, I, would, I would respond to that and if, if, if we were having a serious conversation mm. in this way. Well, the reason, the reason you're saying it is because women have had to fight for the right yeah. to be a woman. And in doing so, they, they move over into that masculinity and that, that side of, of a woman that can still be feminine. Like femininity, femininity don't mean you can't be feisty. Right. Femininity don't mean you you can't be like like the most feminine woman you ever find in the Bible is in Proverbs thirty one. But look at how look at how industrious she was. Right. Look at how entrepreneurial she was. There's much more power. In look how much powerful yeah. she was. Like mm-hmm. like like the idea of of the a, a woman. Um, the Bible says it like this: A gracious woman retaineth honor. That word "honor" that means riches. 
It means wealth. It means, it means, it means favor. It means, it means respect. A gracious woman retaineth those things, right? A, uh, when you look at a, the, the woman that's under the grace of God, that means, that means she's a, she's a, a, a power force, mm -hmm. right? To pull out of you and to give you and to, and to empower you. All that is a part of femininity. Right. Yeah. But because society has downplayed it and we've used women in the improper way, they've had to fight. Right. right. And because they've gotten over into the masculine side. I was going to say, I, I, well, go ahead. I was going to say, well, because I think it's kind of like, it's, I don't know what it's called, like not full circle, but the reason why women have had to not only fight, that's one of the reasons, but I think the men losing what it may, what it really means to be a masculine man, right. like we just said, right. had to cause them, mm -hmm. like caused women to be like, okay, well, he's not allowing me to be in my feminine, you know, my full femininity. I have to be this way almost, right. you know? Right. So mm -hmm. I think he can't say, you know, well, the joke is, you know, women killed it, but it was a result of right. right. It ain't because men they wanted losing. to kill it. Yeah, all, all, the all men losing their masculinity. Right. It's like it's like all he understood in his distorted masculinity was more masculinity and, and bravado, and so right. the woman had to adapt and speak to him in the language, the only language that he was willing to understand at that point. Mm -hmm. right? right. And I, I think that's 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 really the main reason why why I wanted to you know bring that out in this conversation is because part of understanding who you are as a heroic husband is also understanding your role as a husband and also the the, the role that a wife plays mm -hmm. and how and how you're supposed to cultivate that relationship and cultivate each of those roles. Mm -hmm. We confuse the idea of a wife's submission to mean I'm supposed to dominate her. Right. Right. That's and, that, and that's not what it is. Right. It's not about dominance. Right. It's about equality. It's about oneness, mm -hmm. right? When you when we look at marriage, marriage is really about oneness. Like what God is after is that new man, right? That new man when 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 a husband and a wife come together and they bring all of their spiritual prowess and all their spiritual power together and they bring all of their, their spiritual gifting together. Excuse me. They bring their social power. They bring their brain power. They bring their psychological power. They bring their emotional power. They bring their desire power. They bring all that together. Yeah. Right? They become this force. They become this force. They bring their they bring they bring their physical stature and their physical power. They bring their authority. They bring their reputation. They bring their name. They bring all that. They bring all of that. Right? They bring all of that to a marriage. And you put all that together. Right? You become this force that becomes unstoppable. But we don't know nothing about the one new man. We ain't, right. even, we ain't even got that. That's like like I gotta get you through hero husbandry first before I start talking to you about all that. Yeah. Right? We gotta get you to get through this challenge. And live up to the and live up to mustering the courage to love as he loved, and to be the husband that's going to be able to stand in the face of a a culture that's that's anti husbandry according to the word of God, and say this is who I am and this is how I'm going to be a husband. Right? We do that. We do that. Now we can get on to the other stuff that's really um, that's really going to transform uh, the way we the way we see marriage and and able to combat that divorce culture. That's causing people to agonize and to spend millions of dollars and thousands of dollars and losing everything behind not understanding the role or the or the um, the operation of a husband and yeah. what that what that what that organism was designed to bring, not just to your wife, not just to your children, but to society. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're excited about our Hero Husbands Challenge, January 26, 27, 28. 7 p.m. to 8.30 on, two, on Thursday and Friday, 10 to 11.30 on Saturday, 
uh, it's going to be great. We got some stuff that we're going to give them. We got some stuff we're going to share with them uh, that they're going to be able to take away and, 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 and really be able to um, be challenged because, mm. because that's what it's about, being coached and being challenged because, you know, um, men have a tendency to complain and, and talk <laughs> about things that, um, that they have the power to change, right. but they just don't know it. Right. They just don't know. The links will be in the description, so mm -hmm. make sure you are clicking those. Joining the challenge, uh, we'll have all our links there. So any last thoughts or words before we close out? Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, I just... I, it, any this... last thoughts or words that won't start a whole another <laughs> 10 minutes? <laughs> all right, we can go. <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're going to get yeah, going. Yeah, we're going to get back. Yeah, uh, join the challenge. Yeah. Okay. just join yeah. the challenge. It's going to be. It's going to be well worth it. It'll, mm -hmm. It's going to be one of the best investments. Yeah, the sure. best investment you ever make in yourself as a husband, and then how your marriage turns out. Uh, so that'll be yeah. it. Thanks so much for joining us. We will see you next week. Uh -huh.